Hi guys and welcome to Searching for Better's 22nd episode. Today I'm going to go through self-belief and also how to overcome um, negative beliefs. So things like, you know, that we believe like I'm not enough, I'm not educated enough. I'm actually going to go through my own personal experience of healing years, sorry, of self-doubt and how to manage that and learn to overcome those limiting beliefs that stop us from starting the business, from reading the book, from starting the course or doing anything else that we might aspire to do. Hi there and welcome to Searching for Better. I'm Julia and I'm the blogger behind searchingforbetter.net which is now the podcast. Searching for Better is all about exploring ideas on how to find our path in life and to live it wholeheartedly. So welcome to our show and I really, really hope you enjoy it. I'm so happy that we're finally talking about this topic because this is something that I really didn't want to discuss until I felt like I'd conquered it a bit myself. I'm really big on only bringing to you guys ideas that I've tried or other people have tried that have really helped them. And again, everybody's different, but I personally don't feel like I can do a one-on-one podcast and talk about experiences I've had um, unless I feel as though I've gotten some really good strategies and info to offer you guys. So self-doubt has been such a huge one for me because it's something that I've felt personally for years. And you know what? I know I'm not the only one as well. I know lots of people struggle with limiting beliefs and overcoming those beliefs. And for years, I really was aware of some of those beliefs, but I wasn't really aware of how I could overcome them. So in the past couple of weeks, I've made some really big moves for myself. Um, And again, these are all only relatable to what a big move is to you. So for example, I know I told you in the last episode that I've jumped on Instagram, which might sound like a really common small move to make for you know people these days. And I know that a lot more people are confident in front of the camera. But personally for me, learning to be comfortable in my own skin and put myself out there is really intimidating and scary. And the only way that I've managed to do that and managed to make some big moves lately for myself is through overcoming these limiting beliefs, um, particularly that one that just yeah, every time, which is I am not enough. So I'm going to go through that in this episode today. I'm going to talk about the process that I went through recently that's really helped me, some of the work that I've done um, and reflection I've done with my psychologist and really dig deep on how to see why we have the beliefs that we have and, and how that process naturally helps us to let go of those limiting beliefs. So let's get started. I'm going to go really deep into this episode and tell you some really honest and full on things for myself, but I'm actually feeling really good about it because I'm I'm really happy that I can finally talk to you about this and hopefully be able to help you through any limiting beliefs that you might be having and help you to get started on any project, um, course or lifestyle change that you want to make as well. So this process for me really started um, in one of my sessions that I had with Tara and it's how it usually works. We were conquering one obstacle and as I was discussing things with her, she actually turned around to me and said, um, because I had often spoken to her about the blog and how I was feeling a bit blocked and, you know, struggling to really do the things that I wanted to do and really fully put myself out there. And the thing that she said to me was she felt as though I may be feeling a bit of anxiety around what I'm doing with the blog and how I'm managing things for myself because this was the first time in my life I'd actually done something on my own. 
And the reason is, you know, when I got out of uh, high school, I went to uni and then I did a couple of businesses with my dad. Um, If you want to hear more about that sort of relationship and, you know, how that's worked for me, which was a really difficult one. You can hear about that on um, one of the earlier episodes, which is how to let people go. So when to and how to. Um, And in particular, if you have a toxic parent or a parent that you really struggle with, that's probably a great episode to listen to. Uh, But basically, I did a lot of businesses with my dad. And after seeing another psychologist about my dad and both when my brother got diagnosed with brain cancer, um, I decided to take a step back on the businesses. But um, as I was taking a step back, I was also stepping into the role of being a carer for my brother. So I went from doing all the types of things that my dad wanted me to do and all the businesses that he sort of you know, said that he wanted me to be a part of and I really worked for him essentially for many years um, to going straight into being a carer. So I was always doing things for other people and never really had to sit with myself and force myself to struggle with the blocks of the blog and how I was feeling about it until recently because now obviously as you've heard from the previous episode, um, I've had a big life change and moved out and obviously sadly as my brother passed away, it obviously... Uh, changed my life and definitely gave me um, more drive and made me want to explore more the things that I wanted to do. And, you know, every time we get to that, just because we have that drive does not mean that the obstacles are easy to overcome. And that's definitely something I've learned through this period. So basically, that was the thought or the conversation that I had with Tyra that really pushed me to start to see why I was having these blocks with the blog. So the first exercise that I did, which I think is a great exercise for anybody listening, I really highly recommend it. It was really helpful to me. And it's something that I also got off um, uh, the Female Entrepreneur Association um, with Kerry uh, Green, I think it is. They call it a self-coaching tool. But for me, I feel like it was just really another way to reflect. And basically what that was, was she asked the question, in the previous 12 months, what have I felt stuck or what am I holding back on? And I started to write about that and really try to understand how I was feeling around the blog and the work that I was doing. And basically, I'm just going to read out what I wrote because I feel like this process really gave me so much awareness. And because of this awareness, I was able to dig a bit deeper with Tara and work through and understand why I had such limiting beliefs around my work. So I'm just going to read the things that came up for me and keeping in mind that I already knew what I felt stuck about and that was basically the blog and the work and not putting myself out there fully and authentically as as well as I wanted to. And the things that I wrote down was I was feeling overwhelmed and full of self-doubt, feeling like I was always getting interrupted uh, when, when I'm working on it and something always happens and then I have to stop. So, you know, something was always getting between the work and, you know, for example, when I went to podcast, someone would come over or there was just examples of things that would come up that I felt was always stopping me from doing the work. And then the next part of the exercise was to then ask yourself, why? Why am I feeling this way? And the thing that I came up with after that was that I don't take my work seriously, which is a big... um how can I say this, a big learning curve for me, a big, a little bit of an epiphany almost, because I realized that, you know, if I took it seriously, then I wouldn't be allowing these sort of things to interrupt me and I wouldn't be feeling this way. So then I asked myself why again, and it was a really interesting one. And it was because it doesn't, the blog doesn't earn enough money. So um, I do the blog part-time and it's getting there, but it's definitely not 
um, earning the amount of money that I would probably give me more um, consideration from like family, for example. Um, and that's understandable. Like I know a lot of people hold that notion that if it doesn't earn a certain amount of money, then it's probably not worth um, looking into acknowledging, you know, things like our passions and doing things anyways, regardless of what it earns us, is not something that our society necessarily looks on as a smart decision. Um, and even if, you know, for me, I feel as though even if this took years to really be able to work full time, which, you know, so I'm actually getting to that point, but um, it has also taken me, you know, a good two years. Um, it is something that is a struggle to get through because society is really not supportive of that concept and we only really acknowledge people or things when we feel as though they're making enough money and that's something that I realized and so then I dug a bit deeper again and asked myself why you know why why am I doing that why am I not taking it seriously just because I'm not earning as much money as other people think I need to earn and I actually read again because I don't take it seriously. You know, if I took it more seriously, then the situation would be di- would be different because I would be, you know, on social media, I would be doing the things that I know I need to do to turn this into my full-time uh, work. And when I kept asking myself why, I realized that I spent time feeling like I have to say yes to everything and everyone. That was what I wrote. I'm only of value depending on what I do for others. And if I do something for myself, then what's my value? And then I wrote, never earned enough equals never been enough. So that was a really um, set of deep insight for me because not only did I see how others' beliefs were, you know, creating my limiting beliefs, but also it gave me an opportunity to take responsibility for the fact that it was my limiting beliefs that had stopped me from turning into this something. It wasn't that it couldn't. It wasn't that other people were stopping me. It was a limiting belief that I had. I was the limit. And that is such a great experience to have. It honestly is because, you know, I didn't feel ashamed. I didn't feel embarrassed. I wasn't critical of myself. I was just fully aware of the fact that I had inherited beliefs from my experiences and the responses of, you know, a bit bit of family, a bit of society. Um, And I'd taken that on board and made assumptions as well and created beliefs that had kept me where I am and created the actions that I was taking and the way I was treating my work. So I think the next step that's really important when making a list like this and looking at how we're feeling and why and digging deep and figuring that out is also, like I said, just giving us the opportunity to take responsibility and own the fact that You know, it's not our fault that these sort of limiting beliefs have been created, but it is completely up to us to adjust them, to change them and to re-empower ourselves. And that's something as well that's such an amazing gift to give to ourselves because it's just a simple reflection. And just by creating awareness around these beliefs, it's that's the key part on how we give ourselves that opportunity to really acknowledge the fact that, okay, this is how I'm feeling and this is why I am where I am. But I'm also fully aware of that now and I'm also giving myself the opportunity to change it. The next question that she then asked when I was doing this training was, how do you want to feel this year? Or sorry, the next questions I should say, because then she said, what do you want and what does success mean for you? And I think it's a really really important step in this self-reflection and doing this work and trying to overcome these beliefs because, you know, Our actions, something I've learned too, are really 
they stem from the beliefs that we have. If we feel like we can do something, then we're more likely to try and do it, obviously. And if we feel like we can't, then that's where we come up with those actions of coming up with excuses and procrastination and things like that. Um, And that's definitely something that I've struggled with over the years. So I think it's really important to, you know, after we've created that awareness and seen the whys and understood why we have these limiting beliefs and why our actions are the way that we are to then go into the next step, which is to envision the way we want our lives to really think about the type of person that we want to be, who do we want to become and what's what do we have to embody? What values do we have to be, have to have to become that person? And what actions do we need to take? So for me, in this situation, when I asked myself these questions, I wrote that I wanted to feel courageous, like I've put myself out there and become who I want to be. I want to be open, humble, and full of love. I want to feel like I've expanded into my potential, that I've trusted myself and won, and won the approval, uh, won my own approval and self love, and. After that, I really started to think about some actions that I would need to take to embody those values. What would I need to do to feel that way, basically? And some of the things that I wrote was to continue with this podcast and, you know, talk about these sort of things and really discuss the things that I was going through and the things that I learned in the hopes that I could help someone else with it, Um, to work full time at Searching for Better. Um, to connect and have an authentic membership site with searching for searching for better sorry which is something that'll be coming in the next few months and to have great relationships with my family friends and with my partner and when I had to when I really dug deep and asked myself what success was to me success to me was having my own business was following my own voice which is such a big one for me and finally having the courage to put myself out there and connecting with people through the podcast and the membership. And that was success to me. And that's something that really helped me to really understand what I wanted for my life and what I wanted for myself. And that's where that's the sort of kind of reflection that helped me to realize what I needed to do moving forward. So then I wrote a list, like a further list of things you know, what, what do I need to do? What, what, if I was taking this seriously, if I was a person who was taking this seriously, what would I do? And sorry, when I mean taking this seriously, I mean my work and the blog and everything. So I wrote another few things, which was I would value my ideas and passions by setting structure and boundaries. So that obviously meant, you know, going back to that thing of always feeling interrupted and saying yes to people. It also meant that, you know, just because I work from home on a Monday and a Friday um, does not mean that I'm doing nothing, which is a common idea that people have. Um, just because I'm working from home does not mean I'm available to do all this stuff because, you know, I'm doing my own work and I really value it. And that's my time to pursue the things that I love to do. Um, And then I wrote, whether money comes or not, this is feeding my soul. And I think that's an important thing to note because money is not everything. Some experiences may or may not bring us money and may may or may not financially support us. But that does not mean that the things that we learn and the experiences that we have are not gonna lead to a situation where we will have a better job and a better lifestyle. I think just following through with this idea and following through with passions gives us the power to listen to our own voice. It trains us to bring us back to ourselves. And I think that's the most important thing that I was learning, that this wasn't just about earning respect from the people around me by creating a full-time job out of it. It was about learning to follow my intuition, listen to my voice and have the courage to discuss difficult topics and put myself out there by discussing how I was feeling about them and how I could help other people with them. 
And the last point that I wrote was trusting in myself and my voice to go in my own direction. And again, it goes back to following through with our passions. That is also an opportunity to honor who we are and honor the steps that we need to take to get closer to the things that we feel are going to make us happier and more content. So it's not just, it wasn't, you know, it's never just been about making money or feeling like I need to earn enough to be enough. It's about making sure that I follow through with the things that I love to do and giving myself the opportunity to become the person I want to be by following my own voice. So I think it's really important to remember that in whatever you do and whatever you decide to do in the future, regardless of what other people think of whether it's a career or not, or whether they think, you know, the next move you make is acceptable or not in any shape or form. I think it's important to remember that the lessons we're trying to learn every time we try to do something is whether or not we're going to listen to our voice or whether or not we're going to be persuaded by what someone else says versus what we feel in our gut. And I think that that was an important lesson to me because I've spent a long time listening to what everyone else has wanted wanted me to do. And I take responsibility for that too. I don't think that that's anyone's fault. And I completely acknowledge that that has been a choice of mine. But it's also good to know that, you know, if we make those choices to do those things, we can also make the opposite choices to not do those things, to not be in those positions. And that's something that I realized. So when I saw the effect, that my self-doubt was having on me and where it had come from and you know for example with the blog the fact that I wasn't really taking it seriously because no one else thought it was something worth taking seriously that was a big learning curve for me because again I took responsibility but then I also realized that that's other people's ideas I don't have to take those on they're not mine it also I also had to realize what I was trying to learn out of it and what I was getting out of it for me truly so I think that's such an important thing when you're looking at those limiting beliefs and trying to understand the why behind the thinking. And that also helps give us the courage to move forward. So after doing all this self-reflection, after what Tara had said, the next session I had a chat with her and I told her everything that had come up and sort of the learnings and the experiences that I'd had And she started to realize and and connect the dots with me. And it was really good because she said that a reason that I wasn't putting myself out there was because, you know, a lot of my family knew how important it was for me to do my own thing and really follow through with the things that I love to do. Even before Pat, but even more so after Pat had passed, I already had that mindset of trying to make the most of life and really make myself uncomfortable and push myself. And I really felt like for me, the way to do that was to follow through with the blog and put myself out there and really challenge myself. And um, she said that, you know, it was interesting because obviously, you know, my family knew that. But yet a lot of them throughout my years never really asked about the work that I was doing, never really took it seriously, questioned how much money I was making, even with, you know, the businesses with my parents, uh, with my dad, sorry. It was never something that was fully supported. I'd had a really interesting incident with a family member who had said to me that, you know, we were talking about a situation. And, you know, when you're younger, you're sort of a bit more... I was a bit rough around the edges and I was always like, oh, you know, why why go to a, a job and just um, get a mortgage and live life? And you know what? For some people, I fully respect the fact that for them, that is, you know, that for them can be a challenge, that for them could be the way they want to live their lives. Everybody's way of success, everybody's, you know, everybody's way of living is different and now I respect that but at the time I was quite young and I was kind of thought you know got to make the most of life and I was really aggressive about it and a lot's changed since but 
at the time I had a family member say to me about a particular person that we're talking about that they had a mortgage and a job and what did I have and that was a big experience for me because I really felt like I wasn't enough and I felt like I was always a person struggling who was trying to do the things I love to do, but was never really respected or understood for it and never really supported for it. No one really asked how anything was going. No one really, again, took it seriously. And she said that the reason that I didn't want to put myself out there or I struggled with it, which is, you know, searching for better is about putting yourself out there. This whole project is not only to seek ideas for myself, but also to share those ideas. And it's the sharing of those ideas that is really a challenge for me. Starting this podcast was a huge challenge for me. It was so intimidating. And for years, I hid the blog from people and even friends who, mind you, none of this is about friends. My friends have always been supportive. They've always commented on my stuff or liked it or listened to it and they've always been amazing and I'm super lucky to have amazing friends who have supported the ideas that I've had through the years but she said that the reason I didn't put myself out there fully was because you know I wasn't accepted for who I wanted to be by my family so it really made me feel as though I wouldn't be accepted if I put myself out there anyways and that was like mind blown. I was just like, this makes so much sense. But it also, again, gave me that opportunity to look back and realize that a lot of my decisions had been based on whether or not I had been accepted by other people and not, it was never about whether or not I accepted myself. And because I wasn't accepted by other people, I didn't accept myself by default. And I really started to understand the gravity that those beliefs had taken on my life and you know I am where I am and I'm, I'm really happy with where I am in my life but I also understood that you know why the blog was such an obstacle because you know it's not something that's being encouraged through my life and I really took that on board as something that really shouldn't be encouraged so that's why I always hit it for example and learning that that's something that I've developed over experiences that I've had does not mean that going forward I need to act like that So that's kind of when I thought, you know what, like I understand myself better and now I can move forward with a different mindset. And that's really where the sort of mini epiphany, that aha moment really came to me. And honestly, within the couple weeks, I've just sort of realized that I need to now take responsibility and move forward in the way that I want to move forward and create the life I want to create and create new beliefs. So I decided to write... um, something down for myself, which was really simple. And I know a lot of people call it an affirmation, but I wanted to create sort of a big belief around 2020 and what the kind of energy that I wanted to carry through. And the thing that I wanted to do was, or the sort of the thing that I wanted to tell myself was again, something that I got from Brene Brown um, from a Netflix call to courage documentary or speech. Um, And that was to remember courage over comfort. And then I wrote, trust, I can do this. So I really, in 2020, wanted to embody the idea that I was choosing courage over being comfortable and trusting my own voice, my own intuition, and trusting that whatever happened, I was going down the path I felt like I needed to go. So I feel like that's really, really important. I feel like that's an experience that is great for all of us to get to. And I really hope that by working through this in this podcast and explaining to you how I was feeling that you're able to resonate with some of this work and be able to ask yourself why as well. 
What are the beliefs that you have that you feel are holding you back and why do you have them? Because I think when we understand why we think the way we think, we're able to actually step out of it and look at it objectively. And I think that's what it is. We're no longer in that state of mind, but rather looking at the state of mind that we have and understanding why we have it. And why is an important thing? Because that's what helps us, again, to look at things objectively and be able to change them. So when I really realized how much power I was giving away to past beliefs and where those beliefs came from, I started to realize again that it was up to me. So in going forward, I've made it my mission to choose courage over comfort and trust myself and the vibe that I have, the feelings that I have about things and the voice that I have. So what I did in the past few weeks was I decided, okay, so what do I need to do? So I basically found this really cool um, Instagrammer called Jenna Kucha. She's like nearly got a million followers, but she's definitely got that voice that I love. She's very authentic. She's very herself and definitely through that vibe that I kind of wanted to follow through with. So I took an Instagram lab course, um, set myself up and decided, you know what? This is something that I'm really afraid to do. Um, I'm really scared to put myself out there on Instagram. It intimidates me, so I'm going to do it. So I forced forced myself, but in like a positive way, I set myself a goal. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do like a mini photo shoot at home with my mom and my cousin, and we're going to do it all together. And we're just going to like, I'm just going to roll with the punches and hope that some good photos come out of it. And then just write and be myself and write captions and really reflect on the the vibe and the things that I wanted to talk about on my Instagram and, and what I wanted to be to the people around me. So... I did it and my first post was two days ago and I got a, oh no, yesterday, sorry, and I got a really great response from it. But more so, I think it just confirmed that belief. I had chosen courage over comfort. I was really valuing my voice and that's kind of, to be honest, that's the point in my life where I started to overcome this belief that I'm not enough because I realized the power that I have to change that. And I, again, I, I figured out my whys. I worked out why I thought the way I thought and made a decision to commit to being the person I wanted to be by thinking about who I wanted to be and the actions I need to take to get there. So I think this is a really important step because a lot of us don't have the courage to go for the goals that we want to do and put ourselves out there because of these beliefs. So really try to figure out again, why? Why do you believe the things that you believe and where does it come from? And what type of person do you want to be and how can you move forward and what actions do you need to take? And what's your mantra for the year? What is the couple of beliefs that you're going to hold true to yourself and make sure that those beliefs really are the the force behind your future actions to change your life? Well, this has been a really big episode and I've really not done as many breaks as I usually do, but this is such an important topic. It's really something that has helped me push through my boundaries and really it's only taken a couple of days and I'm really excited to see what comes from this. And this is just a bit of an example too of the work that we're going to be doing in the membership. Um, One of the things that I have created is a belief setting course because I feel as though it's really great that we set goals, but I feel like belief setting is just as important as goal setting. It's really important to do these reflections consistently because our beliefs will need to be adjusted. You know, we will not hold the same beliefs throughout our lives. We evolve, we change, and our beliefs will need to change depending on what we're trying to achieve and who we're trying to be. So that's definitely just an idea of the type of work that I want to do in the membership. But I also understand that people can't commit to that. And this is another way that you can sort of get to your own belief setting and make those changes in your own life. 
If you're not in a place where you were able to do these exercises, I'm also going to attach the link to the blog post, which has the step-by-step of what I did. I've also got a mini worksheet that I created to help work through this process. It might be a little bit different um, to what I've discussed here because I've really just gotten excited and gone through the whole process here and the worksheet's a bit shorter. But um, definitely something, another resource that you can look at to do this. But again, I would really highly recommend even just digging deep into your thinking. Again, go back on the whys, figure it out and, and see how you can move forward with the things that you aspire to. I really hope that this episode has resonated with you because I've really enjoyed recording it. I love talking about this. It's been such a big learning curve. And honestly, despite how scary things can be, there is no better feeling than pushing ourselves out of our comfort zone and seeing the results that come from that. And I even, you know what I mean? Even just not so much for people's responses, but more the fact that we have done it. Like Instagram, even if no one commented on the post, it wouldn't have bothered me because I was doing it for myself. I knew it was something I needed to do. I knew it was something I was uncomfortable with, but yet something I needed to do to reach more, create more engagement around the topics and the discussions and also give you guys an opportunity to actually get to know me and for me to get to know you on a, on a different platform. So that's just... I think an important thing to remember as well. We're doing this for ourselves. It's about following our voice and creating an authentic life and a wholehearted way of living. So I'm really, really happy that you listened to this podcast. Thank you so much for being here. As usual, don't forget to check out the blog post for this and other blog posts on searchingforbetter.net. And if you love this content, please join the email list. This is the type of stuff that I write about every week and I go through all the different things that I've experienced and all the different learning curves and really create some fun conversation um, in the email community. So thank you again, and I will catch you in the next episode.